Hey friends, welcome to this quick play episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm your host Dustin along with my buddies Zach and Alex over there. Today we're going to kind of play off of our uh, our last episode on Qbert and talk about a few other games in the arcades that we uh, played back in the day uh, that had that same kind of isometric view. Specifically going to touch on Zaxxon, Crystal Castles, and uh, Marble Madness. So I think each of us had a little bit of a love for a specific one of those. So I think we're going to start here uh, with Zaxxon which was uh, released in the arcades in 1982 by Sega. Alex, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your memories and thoughts of, uh, of uh, Zaxxon? Yeah, uh, Zaxxon, my earliest memory was playing it at the um, uh, roller skate arena. Oh, yeah. And it was old <laughs> when I found it for the first time. <laughs> so it wasn't a new game by any means. It right. looked like it had just been like either they owned it or someone forgot it there. Because <laughs> they had a lot of new games, but Zaxxon was always, you know, by itself, off in the corner, yeah, you know, by the restroom. No one played it. And uh, I always thought it was cool because it was a jet game or like a space, you know, ship game. And uh, it had a joystick, like a, a pilot's uh, stick. And you basically, uh, it was like Zach mentioned this earlier uh, before we started this pod, but it was like River Raid, Atari's River Raid. Um, but three quarter view and you could yeah. go up and down and, uh, your objective was to basically shoot and blow up, um, you know, ammo dumps and planes on the ground and missiles would come up as you're mm-hmm. flying through this maze. You have to go up and you have to go over There's obstacles, like walls, right? Yeah. 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 You have to go over walls. You have to go under, you know, um, I guess, uh, laser beams or whatever. And, uh, the levels were, it, it reminds me of Paperboy cause it's an isometric game. But it's yeah. it's exactly like the same thing. You have to uh, get out of the way of certain obstacles, and you have to shoot things, and um, it's uh it's pretty fun. I I definitely got a like remember Spy Hunter. I got like a very like a Spy Hunter vibe okay. from it for some reason. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the game. It's uh it's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I, I I'm racking my brain. I know I've seen Zaxxon before, mm-hmm. and I feel like because I was you know later to the arcades than '82, uh, as much as we joked in the Cubert episode that my parents let me wander around the arcades in, in a diaper then, but I just don't <laughs> remember ever seeing one of these like working. I, I see really? I remember seeing a cabinet or like it was on, but the quarter slot wasn't working. It felt like it was one of those machines that was already beat up by the time I saw it. And I just, I don't Same. remember ever it playing it. It, it, yeah. it was an old looking game. And I don't think, I think the, ver- the, the Zaxxon game that I end up, cause I'm looking at pictures right now online. Yeah. I don't think there was a real button on the cabinet I played. I think they replaced a, a fat button with a tiny thin button. Do you uh, remember those? I remember they the tiny thin buttons. Yeah. The tiny thin buttons. That's the kind of button that was on this wow. cabinet because you'd hit it so much you get it in hmm. your finger. <laughs> Maybe we're just talking about this game because it says Zach's in it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I had a big crush on uh, on Olivia Newton John, and I was every time I Xanadu? saw this game, we're I going thought Xanadu. Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's a throwback for you, dude. Zaxxon used to drive me crazy because I loved it so much the way it looked. But man, that game it was hard. Like I, yeah. I, I was, I just couldn't stop crashing into the walls because yeah. of that view. It's not easy. It's not easy to fly and you to judge. You, you know, to judge, judge either because you have to. For some reason, you're a jet and you're flying into. They build up these walls on these <laughs> airfields, so you have to fly through these little cracks. But um, in order to find the right elevation, you have to look at the meter on the left-hand side of the screen. That's your elevation. 
and it's a H for high and L for low, and you can fly into the ground. So yeah. it's not mm. like uh, it's very forgiving the game. Um, I mean, you could fly into a missile shooting straight up, and because you don't know uh, where you are in relation in three D space to this uh, to this uh, yeah. missile or another <laughs> plane flying towards you, or even if you're trying to strafe the ground and blow up planes on the airfield, you could just run into it because you don't know how high you are. So yeah. <laughs> Now that I've said it, it's probably the worst game ever. You can lose quarters really, really fast. I, I always loved the way, again, that it looked. I thought it was so cool that, like we talked about in Cuber, like I had to play it because it was so neat. Um, it looks space-agey. Totally. Yeah. And what I think is so neat is like it's, it was the first game, recognized as the first game to use that isometric view. I mean, what a yeah. technological achievement and what it ended up leading to. And uh, so, yeah, a lot of credit goes to Zaxxon for just well, And the name cool Zaxxon, it's like... Yeah. You know, the logo, right this cool futuristic blue logo, yeah. blue, you yeah. know, blue and your logo spaceship cab. with laser beams and stuff. So, it's yeah. like, okay, cool. You know, there you go. Well, on a wholly different note, kind of switching gears here to another one of these games. Now, technically, this one isn't isometric. <laughs> um, it's uh, technically trimetric, and we can get into a oh, way oh, uh, mm. deep into that. But it all fills into the axonometric. Uh, Family, so we're going to talk about Crystal Castles here, uh, which was released by Atari Inc., the uh, arcade division, in 1983. Uh, Zach, dive us in a little bit on Crystal Castles. This is a funky one. Yeah, totally is. And uh, by the way, you said axonometric. That was uh, that's where the name Zaxxon came from, I believe. Oh, right? okay. Ax, yeah, axon, axonometric. Yeah. There you yeah, go. There you go. That's cool. Um, yeah, Crystal Castles, like another game I love to play, had a trackball. And uh, you're this little bear and you got to pick up these, you know, gems on the ground. It was kind of like this Pac-Man clone thing. In a sense, um, yeah. And, uh, but what's so cool about the trackball is you can move your character super fast through the maze. Yeah. Um, which can get you into some serious trouble, right? Because you end up running into stuff. And, um, but the game, yeah, the, again, the look of this game being that, you know, uh, trimetric, right? You said? <laughs> yeah. You was so neat because when you start a level, it basically draws the screen you know, you see all sort of like the wireframe show up and it like right. fills it all in with the colors. And it looked like no other game at the time. And I, yeah, I just loved it. Um, the sounds were interesting. The, the, again, the view was interesting. The characters like Qbert were, you know, were you know, friendly and playful. Um, and the trackball was just, I love playing trackball games, centipede, anything like that. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I had a, a ton of fun with crystal castles and I have this weird random memory too. And I wish I had more time to look into this before the, the podcast was, when I was in sixth grade art class, my art teacher, there was a Crystal Castles poster on the wall of our classroom. And I remember as a kid asking my teacher, like, well, why do you have a picture of Crystal Castles, you know, on the, on the wall? And he said he had something to do with the art or something in the game. Huh. I wish I remembered his name and because so I can look up what he did. But I'm going to take that as sort of, you know, uh, a challenge later and try to figure out what was his involvement in this, in this game. But being in the Bay Area, living near Atari, you know, pretty good uh, chance that he was involved. There you go. Yeah, Crystal Castles for me, like, uh, this is one of those games that it's like, it's a bear picking up gems. I think I back in the day, I thought it was just like for little kids. It, it just looks so... Kid, like a like a like a tiny kid game but it, it is kind of challenging and and hard, I, yeah. you can whip through some of those things and 
But I mean, the whole thing is like you're a bear who can sometimes get a crown that makes him invincible, and to stun what? the trees, you have to jump over them. Like the mm-hmm. whole the whole like conceit of the game is like I don't understand what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. I've never there's played a, this game. There's a dancing skeleton at mm-hmm. points. There's if you wait too long, a swarm of like wasps or something shows up to try to get He's you. Just, yeah. Yeah, huh. it's so I don't someone was high. It's as random as Wizards <laughs> and Warriors. I think it's like yeah. Wizards and Warriors on a on a Marble Madness track screen. Um Weird. but it really is innovative looking and Zach's totally right. When you w- watch some of these levels and you watch them draw them in and you kind of get all of the relief map kind of going and everything. It's really mm-hmm. cool. It's just I don't I don't know what kind of drugs they supplied the programmers at atari yeah. inc but man they were good i guess yeah. and they never <laughs> the, the, the ports really didn't nail the the game right and that was when you know we talked about hubert and uh, like warren was saying how the arcade developers were always looking at a way to you know beat the consoles well yeah you didn't have a trackball at home you know i yeah. mean there were some like you know clico vision some you know consoles that did have a, cl- a trackball but they couldn't do an arcade perfect or close uh, port of crystal castles this oh, game yeah. was so perfect for the arcades it was like the, tron or something where it's this totally unique experience right right tron had to play totally. it on the arcade machine tron was like in in you know irreplicable or whatever you want to call it in other forms but yeah i mean crystal castles checks a lot of those boxes too it's like the it has the trackball it has it has this trimetric slash isometric type view mm-hmm. uh these kind of things these are the, home machines just can't really replicate so uh totally Super technically innovative, very, very odd game. (laughs) I'll go with that. Um, Now, I want to bring in one of my favorites uh, of the isometric games, and that would be Marble Madness. This game uh, is released in 1984 by Atari Games. Uh, The developers, and you can tell this very quickly, were uh, inspired by MC Escher, who we also Mm -hmm. talked about in the Qbert episode. Um, There's some levels that are super confusing to try to navigate. Basically, you're a little marble. You have to go through these ramps and tracks and try to get to the end, the the finish line, uh, without getting crushed by the black ball or knocked off by the black ball or crushed by the green guys. Uh, Or if you, you jump off, I, one of the quirks of this game that I love is if you uh, if you go a little bit too far off the ramp, your 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 marble will shatter, and then a nice little like brush will come that's right. and sweep, like, it sweep up. up your crumbs. Yeah, I right. love that. It's just yeah. a, such a neat little thing, and this game is just so fun because it really like takes advantage of that trackball. It has great momentum behind the marble. You um you can take chances and jump off some ramps, or you can take it easy. Like the first level shows you, you can do a ramp a ramp, or you can take the easy route. Um, it's it's a game that you got a clock though remember that so that's the thing that always got me was man like do i be careful you know or do i just go for broke and try to get the time and oftentimes the faster you go the more trouble you get into yeah but it's just it it felt really fun to control and it felt one of those games where you're like uh oh man and you're you're like mad at yourself i took a chance but i and i didn't make it but i was never mad at the game i always had a great time playing this game me too. And I love the fact that you're controlling a ball and you're using a track ball. You feel yeah. like you're actually moving the ball. And, uh, and again, that's an experience that's hard to do, hard to replicate at home. I have Marble Madness for the NES. And like the way you play that is you have to, like the longer you hold down a direction, the more momentum you get. It just doesn't work the same. You, that you don't, you don't get momentum in this game, in the Marble Madness. You don't, uh, 
it's all about how fast your trackball is going. No, you get momentum, especially with ramps and stuff like that. So you're actually sometimes working against momentum. You're like flicking the ball back, you know, but with trying to replicate that, my point was trying to replicate that with a control pad is just, you know, forget it. Yeah. You're not going to get the same feel. Not even close. I'm just looking at a video right now and it looks like it's like a balancing act. Yeah, it is. Um, and in fact, this game, I still find it. I, I think I played it at the Beach Boardwalk in the last couple of years. It's still I'm surprised around. Nintendo never came out with a trackball. Trackball? I don't yeah, think they, yeah. the NES ever did. Yeah, I don't think the NES ever did. They were yeah. too busy uh, coming out with uh, power gloves and this the thing. Rob the robot. Yeah, and power pads and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> third party really? stuff. You, crazy you couldn't come out with a trackball? I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, 80s trackballs, home trackballs were like a billion dollars. Because the the way to sense the trackball was like a mess, and and, oh, okay. and yeah, so yeah, it wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap, so I, I think they probably that would be my guess is they just didn't have the way to bring the cost down. Mm-hmm. But then um, again, you know, like I said earlier, like, like there was a trackball for the ColecoVision, you know, yeah, early on too. So like, but I don't know, and I it was such a success, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I've become, how have I become this like ColecoVision advocate like lately? I don't know what the hell is going on, but uh, tell me you uh, have a ColecoVision leather jacket somewhere. I definitely I know you have some leather goods. They had so the excess leather. They had to do something with it. Right? So I got something here for Alex that you might uh, enjoy as a fellow uh, user experience designer. Yeah. The UI, the the interface, the screen of uh, Marble Madness really trips me out when I wa- when I look at it because. It reminds me of so many other things. So I had to dig in a little bit. So okay. this was the first, Marble Menace was the first Atari System 1 game. They built the, this architecture for these games. The, 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 one of the other big ones was Road Blasters. This, the the totally. UI of this game looks yes. like Road Blasters. And in fact, totally can see the, that. the System 2 games that, uh, that they had, 720, Paperboy, yep. APB. Oh. They all had these similar counter font a uh, similar mm-hmm. layout of info screens like the the I I didn't put this all together until just doing a little research I was like there's something about this game that reminds me of like 720 not just the kind of uh you know circular motion trackball kind of thing but it's really the UI the layout of the thing the info and the fonts of the numbers and everything <laughs> they just cu- they kept that moving through all those games so yeah, if it works it works and you know let me tell you something 720 is not that far off from no. Marble Madness. No. It's the same game except no. it's a it's a guy's skateboard. Right. You get attacked by bees in that game too, I think, right? Is it like right. skate or die? Skate or die. Yeah, well, and I, I know that uh, from doing our research on on um, Paperboy that Atari kind of prided themselves on creating a really awesome visual experience. You know, they had innovations in the monitors and and they you know the colors and and yeah. so it's not a surprise that they had a lot of uh, they had a unique look and a lot of those games look similar because it was a uh, something that, that differentiated Atari arcade games from other uh, manufacturers. Oh, yeah, and it's just so funny that's one of those things that you like it was sticking in the back of my mind for years and it's not till like what you know 30 40 years later it's like yeah. oh that's because they were all based on the exact same system these games felt like they hung together and they really really did they were using the same pretty much yeah. the same hardware so. and maybe some of the same people too at the time oh absolutely you know? so like, i'm sure I'm reusing sure assets <laughs> right yeah. like, oh, never heard of that never heard right. of that <laughs> all right guys that's all the time we have here for our special quick play isometric slash trimetric
Patrick uh, episode. Sure. <laughs> uh, don't forget to stay tuned. In a couple weeks, we're going to be dropping our Aladdin episode uh, for the SNES and Genesis. I know we've already gotten uh, some good traffic on the hashtag Beat Retro Game Guys. So I uh, hope you guys will stick around and uh, join us for that one. And for the Retro Game Guys, Zach and Alex, I'm Dustin saying stay well and game on. Until next time, friends. In the two-dimensional world of video dots and dashes, flat blips and formless blobs, one video arcade game soars a dimension above the rest. Zaxxon! Experience the control as you climb and dive. Feel the power as you attack and evade. Discover a new level of excitement with the true feel of action in three dimensions. Zaxxon, from the master design engineers of Sega. The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.